1: You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers.
2: Make way for
3: Dark Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet.
1: Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances for my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this... I'll need my news team at my side.
2: News team, assemble!
1: We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet.
4: And And we're we're back. back.
1: All rise for dark helmet. No, just kidding. Don't, don't do that. That's kitty made that open. It's, and it's, it's wonderful. And I appreciate it very much. And it's very silly. It's very, very silly. Hey friends, you're back listening to the 43 feet podcast. Once again, uh, my name is Frank Schwartz, also known as dark helmet. I'm the president of F3 nation and the host of this here podcast and joined this week on the podcast. As I often am uh, are members of my shared leadership team. I'm going to list you very quickly. I'm not even going to ask for comment. I'm just going to go right through. and I'm just going to list you. Joining me is Bada Bing, the head of technology out of Jacksonville, GMO. He's uh, the head of sectors. We find him in the St. Louis region if you were traveling in such a place. He's often trailed behind by another St. Louisian. Actually, I love it. g most like, nah.
3: no. No, I think way.
1: <laughs> Beans might be a little bit in front you know, sometimes. Uh, anyway, Mike Sluhan, who is the head of expansion for F3 Nation. He is Beans. Spur, who is the F3 weasel shaker. Howdy. How- <laughs> what were you- That's not your open. Do your- okay, do it. Do it. Howdy, yo. All
0: there right. There we go. <laughs> so good. Thanks, guys. So bad.
1: It's perfect. Uh, Gutierrez, out of the Alamo, uh, also known as San Antonio region, and the head of leadership development, that dang old pirate that we all know and love, Seth Brown, uh, also known as Bono, uh, who last week we said he hadn't found what he was looking for. I'm going to say this week that he is driving around and it's a beautiful day. How about that? (laughs) <laughs> I think that's how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna get Bono in here from now on. We're gonna just keep saying you two songs. It is a
2: beautiful day. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, so last week, guys, we were talking a little bit, and and we kind of introduced this idea of you know we sort of came around the vape uh, circle, right? And we we rounded the corner from exhortation. We came back around to the beginning, which was vision. Um, we realized uh, you know part of the reason we we chose this last week and and to keep talking about this week is because you know you get into the uh, the exhortation side of things. And then you pretty, pretty quickly realize, like, yeah, you probably, you know, depending on what the, what the vision was is how much exhortation, or how little exhortation or what kind of exhortation might be needed. So we figured it would be smart of us to talk about vision and visions we decided I think can be small. They can be big. Um, but every man ought to try and function according to one. No, I really, I really believe that, and I think he can have a vision for whether he's holding a leadership position or not in F three. He can have a vision for what you know his close circle might look like. He can certainly have a vision for what his family ought to look like, right? And uh, and so we, uh, as a as an SLT, are getting ready to head into. Uh, I mentioned last week that we were getting ready to head into a uh, leadership retreat, and that is coming up. Uh, and so we're excited to, to do that. And one of the things that we want to make sure that we put out there, uh, and I figured it would be good for us to maybe this is a place to start, is, you know, what is our vision? What does our vision look like? And wh- what are some of the things that we're going to talk about and, and try and, and put together uh, so that we're casting an appropriate vision for the packs? Because we all know the mission, right? The missions should be, if it's not, then let me help. Uh, get it down into your heart, right? But the mission should be pretty pretty readily uh, rolling off the tongue at this point, right? We plant, grow, and serve small workout groups for men in order to invigorate male community leadership. That's our job, right? Those are the things that we do. But the vision, I think, is, is the how are we going to do that, right? How are we going to get that done? And what are the, some of the things that are going to happen along the way to make sure that we are accomplishing that mission. And that's the F3 mission, right? So my, my job in F3 is, is to that end. We have a mission statement that we put together, uh, as an SLT, you know, that we feel like our job as an SLT is to the PAX, Right. And, uh, and GMO was, I think, very skillful, uh, in, in kind of crystallizing that as we all gave some input, but he was very skillful in crystallizing that. And basically I'm going to ask him to say it cause I'll screw up the verbs. Uh, but uh, it has a lot to do with, you know, r- providing resources. Gimo, G- say, it, say it the right way for him. Thanks, Darkest. Uh, is to collect, create, and
3: share resources to infuse the F3 mission into the hearts of men. What we realized as part of the nation, SLT, is it's not our vision. Uh, we're here to understand what is working on the front lines. What are the regions? What are the men doing? How do we help collect that and share it? Uh, also creating content like we're doing here, like uh, like we've got IJ doing with the newsletter. How do we create material and then share the resources? Like what uh, Bono's doing around stuff we're trying manual. All of that is to help the packs accelerate and uh, capturing all the lessons learned, all the stuff that's working well and the failures that we've had, just being super vulnerable and transparent with each other as to, hey, you might want to watch out for this speed bump going to get in your way of uh of your region's acceleration so we're here to serve
1: the packs couldn't agree more that and that's the thing right Is so we look at the big mission of what what's f3's mission You know, what are we trying to accomplish as a larger organization but then we kind of kind of boil it down and said, Hey, this is what we're going to do as, as a, as an SLT. And that's why we're participating in the many, many things that we are is to try and make sure that we are collecting and creating resources and making sure that they get to you so that you can a live the F3 mission. But also again, you know, I keep, you know, we talked a little bit about what is, what is the vision? What's our vision? And I'll share a little of what I think my vision is as president of F3. And that is that, many things I guess uh, can go in it, but a couple things are that I've said many times, I'm not going to be really satisfied. So one vision that I think comes in here, I'm not going to really be satisfied until I see the F3 logo uh, everywhere, you know, in halls of Congress, every major boardroom, you name it, you know, uh, I want people to know who we are and I want us to be there because I think that for us to, um, to really fulfill what I think the F3 mission is, one of the visions that I have is that, you know, we can't, we can't recreate a new government right out of the, you know, right, right, out of the gate, but we can go and influence, right. In order for us to influence, we've got to get there. And so I want to see the logo in the halls, right. I, I don't think that, that, you know, you look at some of the things that are happening in the news lately in the last couple of weeks, you know, like the, this uh, wreck, this train wreck in Ohio, and we joke about it. <laughs> it. No, it was literally a train wreck, Pax. If you haven't been paying attention, there literally was a train wreck in Ohio. Chemicals everywhere, right? And what do we find out? Oh, yeah, um, you know, the train company uh, that I'm not going to name on the podcast right now might might be trying to, I don't know, you know, cover up some evidence, right? And we're like, who are you people? Why do you think this is okay? It's not. And I'll tell you this: my belief is that if there was an F three man in that boardroom. He's, he's either going to get fired and go down fighting and go to the press and whatever else he has to do, or he's not going to let that happen, right? Because that's not how we do things. We take accountability. We don't pass the, pl- the, the blame. We take the blame. We pass the praise, right? That's how we do things around here. You know, when they say, what would you say you do here? That's it. That's how we do things. So, you know, that's part of why I want us to be everywhere. And then the other thing is, is I have a vision that every single F3 man learns how to translate the things that he learns in F3 and in leadership into his home. That's the basic building block of humanity, of society, uh, of eternity, uh, as far as I'm concerned. That is the basic building block. There is no use in us doing any of this if we are not translating it into our homes. And so we're doing some things this coming year uh, that I hope will, will facilitate that, right? But that's, in my mind, that's the big vision is every man understands how he's supposed to lead in his home. And he, he sees himself as that conspiracy for good, that infiltrator for good. And he puts himself into those places where he can influence leadership uh, and other men in, in places that are much bigger than us. We don't need to recreate it. We don't need to recreate it. We just need to go in and influence it. That was a lot of talking, but Bono, go ahead.
2: Yeah. On that line, you know, it's, so it's, how do we, how do we do that? sort of as a SLT on our own end. And, and for me, one of the keys is sort of having a, a credo of leaders build leaders. It's part of my leadership, my ultimate life purpose. It's part of who I am and what I do. And it's part of what the team that I have the honor of leading, what we are able to do is how do we take that leadership development process and bring it down to what GMO says to the, the region level, right? How do we make sure that it's not top down, but how do we provide schooling and education so that way and stuff worth trying guys know here are the best practices here the the places I can go and that's how how our team is able to help the nation's team right because that mission has that vision has to lead first and provide direction for what we do how do we provide opportunities and sort of the the stones and the shield locks and the, the 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 apprenticeship so that way leaders can work with other leaders and learn from other leaders and that's sort of you know what, what we're able to do with the sector cues and able to do that. And how are we then able to provide opportunities for guys so that way they're not here are the keys, take over this AO or take over this site. They're able actually able to do this on a regular basis. And there there's this framework for how do we have this G3L to build leaders. And I think that's one of the key things as a team. Each of our teams then goes and supports the the vision and the mission of the nation's team. And that's how we we work up. And really everything working up towards that nation team is about supporting the individual regions because we're not an organization where the anti-organizations, anti-organization. And, and that vision and clarifying that or and articulating that helps then us do our job and supporting everything we do. Yeah. Yeah, I think to your point, uh Bono, it's you know a bottom up um,
3: organization, of course, but we provide a framework there. And as long as the vision that's being cast by the uh, regions is in alignment with our core principles and our mission, it, it's it's just like, go ahead and do it. You're free to lead, right? And we're there to support those kinds of visions and that kind of growth and be there to help them um, instill that vision into the hearts of their packs in any way we can help. Um, and so I think that's a perfect way to, to that you explained it is that, you know, we provide a framework, but as long as that vision they have fits the mission and the core principles, you know, free to leave, free to leave, baby. Yeah, I think one area that uh, you know, we I feel super blessed that we have a, a little bit of the pulse of what may be working, not working, where there might be some opportunities. Uh, with regions. So one area that I'm excited to talk about this weekend, we talked a little bit about it at the board meeting, was something that I'm working with uh, CSD in Chicago around really what does open to all men mean? Is there anything we can do around casting some vision or being a kind of a thought leader uh, and learning what regions are doing uh, to really be open to all men? Uh, what we're calling it is uh, closing the distance of difference. So we all know we're generally a bunch of white guys, middle age, certain size, food bar, maybe a certain religious, uh, organiz- you know, organization affiliation. There, but uh, how might we, you know, think about things a little bit differently in the relationships and the influence and the uh, time that we would spend to, you know, reach out to men with different fitness levels, different ages, um, different socioeconomic. Uh, different geography within our our metro area, uh, different race, different beliefs, Uh, what are the things we might need to do individually and and certainly as a region to really be open to all men and really pursue those relationships uh, to try and share what we're doing, what's working, and and how it might fit into solving some problems or some challenges that uh, those men in those communities or um, in those areas of our culture uh, could uh, use some of what we've got to offer and sharing it with them.
4: That's awesome, GMO. Um, just from an expansion perspective, I'll just share why we get so excited about expansion because if you think about a region and the leadership opportunities that exist within a region, where it's the you know SLT or the site queue, or you know, if it's serving like the site queues where they've got the second effort, there's so many different leadership opportunities in a region that when a new region is launched, we've just launched a perpetual machine of leadership development opportunities. That's just, that's really invigorating just to think that that new region has now just blossomed a whole bunch of possibilities for people to step into a leadership opportunity that maybe never even stepped foot into it and do it in a somewhat safe place where they're surrounded by people that love and, and care on them. Um, I just think that that's awesome from an expansion and why we get so excited about that piece. Yeah,
0: you know, this is spur. I, uh, couldn't agree more with that. You know, it's, it's, this just this past Saturday there was a, um, a guy out in Alamo who's launching out in Curville in motorboat and motorboat is, um, he's knocking on doors. He's visiting chambers. He's like, you know, gathering a bunch of momentum in this area. We've never even touched in Kerrville, Texas, And I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to like knock it out of the park and really change the men's lives over there in that community. And that's, you know, that's what it's all about. You know, and as, as weasel shaker, I feel like I have the easiest slash the hardest job. Like the easiest is that I don't have, like I'm following the lead of Doha, right. And this overall vision casting. And I feel like I have to adopt every one of this SLT's, uh, you know, vision as well and try to put it into action. And I'm really, I'm, I'm super stoked and excited about hanging out with every, each and every one of you men this weekend and just building a relationship with you. Um, uh, seeing beans take off his shirt, like he normally does, I guess, in his workouts, uh, seeing the skinny jeans that Bada Bing always talks about, um, you know, those are things that uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to getting some, some, further, some further details on, but in reality, I think we're going to create this huge fireball of momentum uh, that's really going to catapult us here the rest of this year. And that's what I'm pumped up to see. Yeah. And I I would, uh, you know, we're doing it partially because we need to,
1: you know, not (laughs) like for us to be effective at what we're trying to do for the men uh, of F3 nation. I mean, it's almost a necessity. And I I don't want to say that anyone else should, should say it's a necessity in their region. Um, If it's not, it's not. I'm also gonna not not say that, right? Because I I think there's an element that eh, maybe it is, right? Maybe this is uh something that you really ought to, you know, consider very much. Uh is what does your vape look like? What does your LDP look like? You know, and and certainly Bono and 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 GMO and, and everybody on the call really can can assist with that, right? But to take that time away and do that, uh, I think can be a very um, a very powerful exercise, uh, for men to, to do in their SLTs. Yeah. I'm just going to make a little plug
3: here for in the
1: stuff we're trying
3: manual. There's a document, uh, a video recording and some ideas, some spreadsheets, a framework around, uh, 43 feet retreat for an SLT. So encourage you guys to look that up, check it out, uh, see where it fits into, uh, where your region is, where your SLT is, and it's a great uh, approach for you to consider to kind of uncover what, what a retreat or a full day. I, in St. Louis, we did it for four hours, little preparation, but it really paid dividends. Uh, it helped us come together as a team and it helped us have clarity on what we needed to fix and also where we ne- needed to go next.
1: And I think all these things, as you start thinking about what is vision and what should it look like and all that kind of stuff, these are all things that I think can be employed to help you to refine that and to, to start identifying what is this problem we're trying to solve? What are we going to do? You know, all that kind of stuff. Right. And to get it down to where it's actionable and it makes sense and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, you know, I, I said I wasn't going to read uh, from Q source, and and I'm a liar because uh, I went ahead and just pulled it up because I was like, you know what? There's some there's some stuff in here that I think is, is critical, and and it's not to uh, to bang on beans in his comment about visionaries being a dime a dozen. But let me just <laughs> let me just throw out what it says in Q source, big boy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's he's not even offended. He's like, what the heck are you even talking about? Um, but uh, there's a there's a, a section in here where um, uh, dread talks about the fact that it says you know because visualization is inherent in leadership describing a man as a visionary leader is like saying that a lake is full of wet water right so water you know by definition is wet and so if it's if a substance is not wet can't be water and same thing for a leader right so if you if you're not a visualizer then you, you can't do what a leader does because the V is the, the first skill, you know, of the four skills that we talk about in, you know, in Q source and F3 um, the first skill of leadership is vision is visualization. It's being able to see what is coming and, and what we should be doing uh, going forward. And so, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, some visions are bigger than others and so on and so on, but, but, you know, dread really points this out. And I think it's, it's again, worth reading. It says, you know, vision is a skill possessed by every person. Vision is a skill possessed by every person. The problem is where is it focused and how effective is it, you know, and and is it leading to advantage or not? That kind of thing. Right. But vision is something we all have uh, and it's something that we can all develop um, uh, as well. And, and so I think, you know, Pax, when you start thinking about like, what do I want? what do I see as the things that need to happen for my region or the things that need to happen for my shield lock or the things that need to happen for uh, my family? Um, you know, obviously you want to base that in, in some, some uh, truths, right. Moral truths, whatever those may be to whatever you may subscribe. Right. But, but you've got to, I think you've got to sit back and, and really think to yourself um, a one thing is, is this a problem or is this a condition? You know, we talk a little bit about that, right? Problems are things that can be solved and must be solved. Conditions are things that we couldn't influence if we wanted to. I can't change the weather, but I can carry an umbrella, right? I can't, I can't, uh, I can't get the, the president to, you know, change his behavior in any way, shape, or form, whoever that president may or may not be, right? But I can probably influence my neighbor, you know? I may even be able to influence, uh, you know, some some government leaders in my town, perhaps. Right? So there are things that can be done, but it's a matter of what are the problems and 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 how do we identify them and how do we solve them.
3: I, th- I think one thing I I I always say, you know, it's like my vision. Personally, I'm just super passionate about changing the world one man at a time, and it's both intimate in that one relationship, that one word of encouragement, that one glance of you can do better. And realizing the impact you can have on that one man and what he then can do to change the world. And if it's not changed the world, at least you may change his legacy. So you're talking to that one guy. But if he changes, if he comes more virtuous, if he pours into his family, it's changing his kids and and his kids as being moms and dads in his future generations. So it's both small and intimate and, and big and impactful is what I love about that, uh, vision statement.
1: I know. I do like that. You know, it's uh, it's kind of that ripple idea, right. Mm-hmm. That, uh, you know, you throw the rock in the water, you know, one of the things that you said, uh, GMO and, and if you can believe it, we've, we've somehow successfully blown through, uh, another set of minutes, uh, mm-hmm. that we allocate for said podcasts. But, um, you know, one of the things you said earlier, a couple of things that were said, Bono said it, uh, and you said something about, uh, about it as well. And, and, um, you, know, you talked about, what was it? Lessening the distance of difference, right? And uh, yeah, yeah. And, and this is something that I've been talking a ton about lately, you know, F3 being the anti-organization, right? That we are disorganized because we are against um, what you would consider formal organizations and their, their standards and their uh, values and things like that. The way that they run things is just not how we do things. And we're going to seek to always look at the opposite of that. You know, you mentioned about closing the distance, uh, and I thought, you know, most organizations that I think of strive for some degree of homogeneity, right? They want you all to get in line. You sit. I mean, look at look at the way that we you put them in cubicles, identical little cubicles, right? In rows upon rows upon rows, right? every boardroom looks the same. I don't care what company you go to. It might have slightly different trim or slightly different, whatever, but it's all the same. And and they want you to, they, they want you to comply. They want you to be homogenous and they don't, the way that they say, well, we're open to all men is they go ahead and uh, put, um, you know, what am I, what am I trying to say? Uh, Quotas together, right? They say, you know, ah, let's let's i know what we'll do to get diversity we'll force everyone to be diverse right and that's just not that's sorry that's not going to cut it as an anti organization as a disorganization we're going to say you know what we're going to do is we're actually going to lead we're going to go vape we're going to try and help men understand what it looks like for themselves their individual you know lives and what they do right we're going to help them understand what it looks like for what is best for them and then we're going to try our, our absolute darndest to give them every resource that we possibly can, every bit of support that we possibly can to get in there. That's, that's different than other organizations. That's not necessarily the way that other organizations work. And that's, you know, so when you start thinking about a vision for yourself or your family too, like, you know, you don't, one of the big lies that we all buy into is, you know, this, we must worship at the feet of consumerism, right? Like somehow that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to purchase a certain number of vehicles. We're supposed to purchase a home in a certain neighborhood. We're supposed to have uh, go rock Claymore bags as best we can, right? A certain number of them. Um, there it is, baby. There it is. bottle. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's, you know, we, we must have uh, a certain number of accessories, you know, toys and things in our driveways or whatever to make us appear to be successful. Um, all of the all the things that we chase constantly in order to validate ourselves. And I tell guys all the time, there's no such thing as a Lamborghini sized hole in your heart, brother, right? That, that doesn't exist. And so as an anti-organization, we must cast vision that I think is counterintuitive to the narrative that often gets played to us Um, because what they really want, you're right, GMO. uh, He types it in the chat. uh, They want cattle prodding through the chute. You know, we, we want, we want to look and say, brother, I don't care what you want to be, but you better be the best that there is. That's all I care about. That's what I want for you, right? That's vision. That's vision. And, and that's what we want you to go home with. That's what we want you to think about um, when we start saying, you know, what is, it, what is it you say you do around here, right? What, what is F3 for? Well, yeah, we, in, we invigorate male community leadership. We didn't say we invigorate men to be community leaders in this exact way shape and form that we prescribe right it's so wide open and it has to be but it's so wide open because that's that's the beauty i think of what we are creating and that's the beauty of of what we want for you and, and for your your lives beans
4: i was just as you're talking i was just thinking isn't that a great message for our kids to to uh gosh how many times do we as parents find ourselves trying to encourage or mold our kids into what we think they should be as opposed to really listening to them and what they want to be and supporting that, uh, you know, assuming it's not harmful to them, of course. But um, that message that you were just talking about as us, as leaders in this F3 situation, holy cow, can that apply to us as parents too?
1: Oh, man, and I tell you, there's, you talk about, you know, we talk about the tension of leadership, right? <laughs> T- tent poles pulling in opposite directions. Ooh, baby, you know, and I can't, I tell you what, it is a tough, tough navigation to know, you know, how much do I tell the 13 year old to do and how much latitude do I give her? And whew, you know, she's making some choices that I'm like, ah, this is not good. And I have to look and go, you know, follow to the end, right. And go, what are the real consequences here? Are they dire? Like you said, beans, is it something that's going to really be harmful? Okay. Probably time for me to step in. If it's not that harmful, Maybe you got to let her fall on her face, right? Get scuffed up a little bit and and figure it out on her own. That's just kind of how it works. Gmo?
3: Yeah, I, I just hearing uh, what Beans just said there too. I've done a lot of work on my marriage this last year. And one of the things I heard was, what manual do you have for your spouse? What expectations do you have for them and who they should be? Not only who they should be, but what they should do and when they should do it. And then I'm like, I started listing off, then I started listing the ones I thought she had for me, or you might have for your kids, or you might have for your employees, or we might have for F3 guys. It's like, who in the hell do you think you are playing God with their life? And you need to back off, you need to let them be who they need to be. And let them live their life and make their mistakes uh, before you start kind of checking and tick marking things off of your manual. Are they complying? Are they following your rules? Are they being who you you want them to be and when you want them to be that way? So uh, it gave me a lot of grace in in my marriage and it's given my wife a lot of grace towards me in uh, allowing us both to recognize we're both growing and we need our time and we're doing our work. Um, and I think that applies too with, uh, other relationships in our lives. And especially with, with men as a part of NANTANS or SLTs as to what you might think and expect of, of the packs, let them learn, let them grow, let them be on their plan and their approach.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yep. Gents, I know we were a little all over the place there. Uh, and I, I, attribute that to a long day of work and, uh, undiagnosed ADD for me. That's it. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Right. Uh, but I, I, it's an honor to be with you, and and I'm so thankful for. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it this way. I'm thankful for you guys, uh, and for the vision that you cast, and that you helped me to, uh, to formulate and to see through, right? Um, just because I think these things, or just because I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, tasked with, you know, the, helping to lead the nation, if you will, um, the. I, I don't get the, I don't have the authority, right? I have no authority to come and revoke your charter, you know <laughs> refund your membership dues or, or whatever. Like that's, it's preposterous. It doesn't even make any sense, right? Um, but what I hope that we're doing as a shared leadership team and what I believe that these men are doing is, is casting that vision and is laying out there for men to see what's possible, for them to feel unlocked, for them to feel like they have control over their lives and they don't need permission to be the best them that they can be. Right. I, I feel like that's what we're trying to do. And I'm grateful to do it with these guys uh every day. And but I'd be lying if I said it was easy. I would. Right. I would. But thankfully, uh easy things are for other men. <laughs> we we don't do easy things because we're leaders, eh? I'm right.
0: I mean Sawyer, me, strike i so you
1: Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there, 43 feet at a time.